0: I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360. In the words of DMC, I've stood on many stages and held many mics. I've also rocked crowds around the world on the two turntables. I'm here to share my experiences with music and education with you.
1: And it's your boy Cool Rock, AKA Cool Rock Steve from the legend of these fat boys. I got the hit albums, I got the hit movies, I got all that.
0: Welcome to 360 University.
2: Marty craft dopest female that you've heard thus far and I do get better, the voice gets wetter, nobody gets hurt
1: as long as you let her
2: do my thing with an 89 swing the dopeness I write a guaranteed delight, until the hip hop maniac the uptown brainiac in full effect MC Light is back and better than before, as if that was possible, by competition you'll find them in the hospital, visiting time, I think it's on a Sunday but notice, they only get one day to shine, the rest of the weakest mind, and I'll blind you with the science that the others have yet to find. So come along, and I'll lead you the right way. Just clap your hands to the words I say. Come on. Kick, kick, kick. kick. kick.
3: kick this one.
0: salute to all the people out there i'm your international homeboy the incredible dj 360 along with my co-host mc cool rock ski legendary fat boys yes yes y'all and we'd like to welcome you all back to the 360 university podcast for lesson three cool we back in the house man lesson three we got our students back in the classroom man we, we you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we lesson three man we, we in here deep man people people um chiming in and letting us know how well we doing man they you know some people are starting to really like what we're doing bro
1: cool it's a process like i said you know it's gonna take some time but um i you know i like it i like the i like the lessons i like the show i like the way the show is going um so yeah hope we get more people to sign up and listen and then yeah. rock out with us yeah
0: get this get your subscribe on you know what i'm saying if you're listening now or if you have a friend who might have told you about it and you haven't Listen yet, or you you know you you uh you haven't hit that subscribe button, or you haven't you know sent a comment. You can still find us on the internet, all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all on social media. This is the 360 University Podcast with DJ 360 and Cool Rock Ski. Um, anytime you want to send us an email dealing with um, suggestions, or if you got a com- comment or you know, you got a topic that you're interested in or, or, or a guest that you might want to hear or, or, you know, anything. Just shoot us an email at 360upod, that's upod, 360upod at gmail. .com and we'll get your information and we as a matter of fact when we get on air we'll shoot you a we'll give you a special shout out you know what I'm saying for for touching bases with us and, and hitting us in the DM and letting us know what time it is you know what I'm saying so once again uh Facebook Instagram uh, Twitter you can find us at 360 University 1 on all those platforms and we got some good things coming you know I'm I'm very optimistic about the future we we 3 episodes deep and we about to get it yeah. in this this cool this week it's no different, man. This is um, somewhat of a controversial topic. We're not going to get too controversial, but since we're talking about hip-hop culture, man, the song we right. just, matter of fact, the song we just played kind of sets off the mood for what we're going to talk about. You know, MC Light, man. Cha-Cha-Cha, one of my favorite um, hip-hop songs, whether it's male or female, it's one of my hip, one of my favorite. I would say one of my top ten hip-hop songs of all time. We just got through listening to "Cha Cha Cha," man. Where were you at the time? First time you heard "Cha Cha Cha" by M- the legendary MC Light?
1: Um, New York City, just um, probably off tour. I think that song came out like around summertime of 1989, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And saw the video with her in all white. You right. know, with the white coat hanging down and Porsches <laughs> and all that yeah, stuff. And, yeah. you know, you know, rocking out to the is for, 4, um, rocking it beat, you know, the sample, you know, dope video, dope song, dope lyrics, you know, she was always on point.
0: Absolutely, man. And, um. Uh, shout out to DJ K Rock, you know what I'm saying. The D, uh, MC lights DJ, you know what I'm saying. And uh, right. I almost fumbled because I was gonna say Cool Rock, you know what I'm saying. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's shout out DJ to DJ K
1: Rock. Let <laughs> me get <go to> a scratch.
0: <laughs> now it's time. To, yeah. So, man. So, so lesson three, ladies and gentlemen, we out here. We're gonna talk about you know the ladies of hip hop. You know what I'm saying. Like um, the I, should I say the resurgence or the reemergence or the the rebirth of the female MC because nowadays. You know, as of right. late, you know, female MCs are really in the spotlight. You know what I mean? Um, so that's what we're going to talk about this uh, on this podcast, the, the ladies of hip-hop, the queens of hip-hop. Um right. And I think it's appropriate to start with somebody like Light, man. And even if we go back to MC Shaw Rock, shout-out to the queen Shaw Rock, the luminary icon, yeah. Fearless 4 plus 1 more, you know. Um, yeah, man, who, who would you say? In hip hop, from the beginning, like let's go back to you know at the point where um, Damon Wembley was being um, inspired to do hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Was there a, a female MC? Um, and it's and, and a lot of female MCs out there say, "Don't call me female. Let's just call me an MC. I don't want you to right. you know." But um, when it comes to the ladies of rap, who was one of those first ones that you that you heard? You know, because you being one of the you know forefathers of the game. Um, I know there was a point where you where you heard the first uh your the first voice of a female rapping. What did you think? And like who was it? Oh
1: Sha Rock, Funky 4 Plus One. Um uh, Sequence with Blondie showed oh, I forgot the other one's name. Um who else? pebbly Pooh? Yeah, I just thought like it, it was something different, you know what I'm saying? Because um coming up, we didn't we didn't see female rappers. Yeah. So when everybody heard Shah Rock, it was like Oh, yo, that's a female rapping. Oh, and she was dope. Right. She was dope, and she just had that powerful voice. You know, she had a a, a female voice, but a, she had a big presence on on the song that they put out. Um, so a lot of guys, were you know, they infatuated with her as well.
3: You know, like, oh, you know, <laughs>
1: right. All kind of rumors of guys saying, "Yeah, she date her." You know how guys are. Right, myself, right. Female, you know, gets put on with something famous. Yeah. But um, yeah, but Shah Rock was probably one of the first I heard and um you know Sequence is, is probably the females who were who were rocking at that time. Yeah. Um, but I think that I think the song that had the huge impact for me as far as female rap, and of course it was Shah Rock who was like the the Mount Rushmore female MCs, but when Pebbly Pooh came on with funk box by Master and Death Me. Yeah. And and oh man, her voice was like wow you know i push with power hour after hour. pebbly pool not sweet not sour you know what i'm saying she just, <laughs> just came on as
0: some like gangbusters. wow Damn. wow man yeah man um um shout out to uh sequence though you know um there there was a there was a time when they were signed to sugar hill records right and and they were holding it down with um funk you right on up you know funk you oh up. man yeah <laughs> yeah you know and and pebbly pool shout out to her um, I think myself, um, I think when, uh, when Van Silk, uh, I think he mentioned her to me that he, that we were going to do an interview with her a while ago and it just never right. materialized. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I, at that time I was probably, you know, being born in 78, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't right. of age to really know at that time. I think the first female MC that I heard, I was like, whoa, um, you know, it was, I think it was light and with the song cha, cha, cha being right. I, I guess with, with the song dropping around 88 89 i was around 10 years old that's around the time where you really understand what's happening with music and yeah. you know what i'm saying you're yeah. 10 you you listening to stuff so i think it was like um but it may have been latifa with um dance for me like off the off her first album right where she had the pro black image you know what i'm saying looking like a yeah. queen out there with the african medallions and the whole the whole nine you know what i'm saying um so but 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 you know what I want to I want to drop I want to drop into that. I want to drop into um uh, a song that I think defines what we should be doing in in not only hip hop, but just in life general. And that's put the ladies first. You know what I mean? Because right. everybody has a grandmother. Everybody has a mother or a sister or daughters or aunts or something that you really you know in, uh you know love and, and you want them to be like the you know you you, you wouldn't want to not hold the door for these ladies you know what i mean so or, or right. you know pull out a chair you know so let's put the ladies first and let's go into it cool i think we should run into that song right now and um play queen latifah ladies first man what you think moni love Oh no money yeah. yeah yeah man she's real hot right now on uh um, Instagram. I see her videos, and she's at the radio station. I think out there. I'm not exactly what city. Sure, what city she's in, Money Love. Right. But, but um, she's on the radio still doing her thing. Um, I think she just had a show with Dougie Fresh a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago. Okay. Yeah, she's still out there, man. Um, I think Yo Yo was on the on the show with her and a couple other. Queens. I haven't
1: seen her since the cruise. We did a cruise show together. Um, Moni Love was on on the show with wow.
0: Roxanne show, okay? Wow. Wow. Shout out to Roxanne Shante, one of the dopest battle rappers in history. And, you know, I think she had the skills or has the skills to go up against any male in this in this male dominated sport we call hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Or rap. I think she can hold her own. But but right about now, we're going to go into ladies first, by the queen Latifah. And we'll be right back here on the three sixty university podcast with your with your main man, your international homeboy, the incredible DJ three sixty. And who else we
1: MC live Ski in the place to be.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, y'all, and you don't stiz up. We'll be right back. Three sixty you.
4: A woman could bear you, break you, take you Now it's time to rhyme,
2: can you relate to? A sister's open up to make you holler and scream oh, Yo, let me take it from here, queen Excuse me, but I think I'm about to To get into precisely what I am about to do I'm conversating to the folks who have no whatsoever clue So listen very carefully as I break it down for you Merrily, 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 merrily High to happy overjoyed, Please, will all the beats and rhymes my sisters have employed Clickers be throwing down the sound totally a yes Let me state the position, ladies first, yes?
5: I'll be quick. My name is Courtney Miller. I'm a criminal defense attorney, and I live in Arlington Heights, District 7. Six years ago, I was sitting in my house, in my living room, watching a movie with my boxer, Birdie. The lights were on. I have floor-to-ceiling windows in the living room. The blinds were up. Anybody who walked by would have seen that I was home. At some point, my dog demanded to go out, and I let her back into the backyard and went back to watch my movie. About five minutes later, I heard her barking furiously and I went into the kitchen, into the backyard where I keep my back door open and my storm door shut. And as I walked to the patio, I saw two flashlights flitting across my backyard, in the dark, in the grass. And when I walked out to my patio, I had to yell out, who's back there? And the answer that I got is, it's the police. I'm a white woman in a middle class neighborhood and the circumstances of my call, the police were called out to a barking dog, not a welfare call, a barking dog. But the police came onto my property. They started flitting around and creeping around stealthily. They did not come to my front door and announce themselves when anybody could have seen that someone was home. Instead, they flitted around, and they were stealthy, and it wasn't until I cried out that they announced themselves as the police. I am alive, and Tay is not. And that's white white privilege right there. Because my, my biggest fear!
0: But I, I want to pause for one second, man. I want to, I want to pause from this conversation and, and go to um, something that I think dealing with women, um, that's going on right now in the news, man. Um, I think it's pretty relevant that we kind of take a pause and talk about this for just a moment. Um, there was a a young lady who was murdered, man, in um, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area in Texas. Um, she was murdered in her own home, you know while she was in there playing video games, watching her nephew, eight-year-old nephew, man, Um, she was murdered in her house by a white officer who was responding to a call saying that, you know, there may have been an intruder, but her house, the door was open for hours. And um, so they sent, you know, a squad car over there. And the the officer ended up shooting one single shot into the window that took her life. a Tatiana Jefferson she was only 28 and she was minding her own business and this is the second time within a year's time that someone was a year or two um, where someone was murdered in their own home you know somebody a, a, a female officer was just um, sentenced to 10 years you know for doing the same right. thing to the young guy out here I think it was Texas as well and he was killed um, in his own place and she thought that she was in her own apartment and um, I right. guess she assumed there was a, an intruder and killed him. So this is the second occurrence. Um, so I, I just want to kind of, you know, uh, talk about it because this week is she's going to have her, her viewing and her funeral uh, on Wednesday. And um, it was postponed last week. It should have been Saturday. They were going to have it on Saturday um, at the Potter's house, which is um, a well-known T.D. Jakes. Jakes church. Exactly. Right. In Dallas. Um, but a um, Tatiana's father, you know, he he felt like he should have total um, authority over her her viewing and her funeral arrangements and everything. So a judge ordered that he was allowed to do that. So whoever was planning it, um, you know, the, the judge ordered. Yeah, I was
1: ready to say, who was planning it? Yeah. Was it T.D. Jakes himself? Well I'm,
0: well, I'm thinking, I'm, I think it was a family member, you know, her aunt. He, I think she had oh, aunt, okay. uh, it was a family member. And then, you know, dad intervened. And I guess he had to prove that um, he was the father, because according to the New York Times, um, they said in, in in the text that this man says that he was the father, that he is the father. You know what I'm saying? Like this. Oh, scene, okay. You know what I'm saying? So they couldn't really, and, and there's a family member who's saying that that he's not the biological father. So there's right. some, there's a little bit of controversy there, but um, the judge ordered that um, Marquise Jefferson, who is who is allegedly or says that he's the father, is. Um, it sounds like we doing a Maury thing, you know what I'm saying, he's the father, uh-huh. but um, he's, he, so he's apparently going to take over that, and it's not going to, it's no longer going to be held, you know, the viewing and the funeral is no longer going to be held at um the Potter's house, you know, T.D. Church, wow. so I had to, it, it was probably something <laughs> involved with that to where, you know, um, the people who were planning it wanted it to be on, like, a grand scale to get attention, and Al Sharpton was going to be involved in everything, so, uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah. So, so the yeah. father stepped in, was like, wait, 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 let me, let me take yeah. care of my daughter, you know, so,
1: you don't want to make a spectacle out of a, um, a unfortunate incident with somebody passing away.
0: Exactly. Um, exactly. So, so rest in peace, and I hope this stops. You know, in Texas, there's, this, the gun laws are not as strict as other states in the United States. So, a lot of people have guns. There's a lot of mass killings and school shootings in Texas. And, right. Um. I just, I just pray that everything, you know, gets better for the people, and no longer, um, people, people no longer have to worry about you know, someone calling the police and then they showing up and then end up getting killed because they're in their own house drinking some juice and watching TV. It's just ridiculous, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's bad enough you got to watch your back in the streets but you don't want to be in the comfort of your own home. In your own and home, somebody man. bust through the door and, and say, hey, you're not supposed to be
0: here. <laughs> right, I'm paying rent <laughs> and war, I'm paying, paying mortgage and, I'm paying every every month or week or so to get my grass cut, and you're going to tell me I'm not supposed to be here. Then I end up dead. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really crazy. So this, this whole event happened on um, October 12th, and um, the right. officer, Aaron Dean, he was actually...
1: Um, but he, resigned. he resigned. He resigned before
0: he could be fired. Before he could um, be fired. Yeah, before he could be fired, and he's actually being accused, of mur- charged with murder. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So we'll see how that plays out. Y'all stick with us. We, you know, we're gonna I wanna follow up, you know, let the people know. There's other places you can listen to this news. Um, but for the people that are dedicated to the 360 University podcast, we're gonna keep you tuned in, you know what I'm saying? Um, so let's get back to it, man. Let's get back to it, man. Um, let's get back to the music. Let's get back to the culture. Talking about females in right. hip hop. Cause I Sha Rock sequins, you know, they had uh, um, a whole lot of female MCs as, as, as the years pass. I shout out to Nikki D. She was signed to Def Jam, had the song um, Daddy's Little Girl in the early nineties. Right. And, and one of my favorite MCs boss, you know what I'm saying? She was, uh, right. uh she was on the gangster tip. You know what I'm saying? She could have been one of the members of NWA or something, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, um, the female, wh- what do you think cool about what is your take being a um, someone who who's had experience and success in hip-hop and you're able to see the ebbs and flows the ups and downs of the other of music like what do you think like how how has the idea or the theory the the, the actual practice of being a, a woman in hip-hop either evolved or went stagnant for a while like what is your take on that man very valid that um, va- very valid voice you're about to hear right now ladies and gentlemen coming from cool rock it's
1: it's it's definitely has has coming around, has come around a big way. It's, it's evolved from the time it has been, you know, we were at a point where the female was like the hey, look what we got kind of attraction. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right. it could be an all male group and say, hey, look what we got. We got a secret weapon kind of thing, right? Um, I think women have come into their own with the emergence of people like Latifah, MC Light. Roxanne Shantae and you know, and like you said, Boss, and and Nikki D, and Antoinette. You know, the list goes on and on.
3: Right. And when by the time your
1: yeah. yeah, sweet tea, exactly. So by the time somebody like uh, a Lauren Hill, right. And um, you know, Lauren Hill, and and, and and somebody like um,
0: Rod Digger.
1: What's her name? Rod Digger. <laughs> Even um, the late the young the young lady from um. From the Locks crew, what's her name? Eve. Eve. You know, um, yeah, 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 Rough Riders. And she was down with, with rough Riders. Right, Rough Riders. And even someone like uh, Lil Kim and, and a Foxy Brown. And, and the crazy thing about it is everybody had their own lane. Yeah. So um, I remember the, the lyrics very easily that Lauren Hill said in one of her songs, Ready or Not. I can do what you do easy, believe me. She's talking about, I can do that style if I wanted to. Right. But why should I go to that arena? That's my that's not my arena. Exactly. So everybody had their own lane. Everybody you can dis, you can distinguish everybody's voice from every other female MC up until maybe ninety-eight, ninety-nine. 99. Mm. And then it started getting everybody started sounding alike. You understand what I'm saying? Right, everybody right. had that little Kim flow. Everybody started doing that little Kim kind of um Strategy with the with their rhymes, yeah. And then Trina came out, took her to a whole other dimension. Whole but up. let's not forget people, um, rappers, female rappers like a Bahamadia. Bahamadia, right? Oh my goodness! Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like <laughs> the J Lou damage of this whole thing. She was just dope as as I don't know what. Yeah, you know. Yes. But um, yeah. So a lot of these female MCs did have to go the route of a little camp. Uh Lil Kim paved their own way. Um salt and pepper had their own thing. So right. um but what you're seeing now with the emergence of female MCs again is that everybody is sounding and, and looking alike. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And they're not they're not they're bringing a lot to the culture as far as sexuality, sexuality, sexuality. Yeah. And that's it.
3: Right.
1: You understand what I'm saying? And with that being um, said,
0: man, I mean like 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 um Jermaine Dupri, you know what I'm saying? The king of Atlanta when it came to, you know, from from the mid, uh, really early 90s up into even to now, you know, Jermaine Dupri has had a very prominent voice in hip hop, especially hip hop in the South. Um, And and just kind of piggybacking on what you're saying, um, he had some comments, you know, as far as um, what the female MC is today. And and I want to play a clip of that. I want to I want to play what he said on um, People Now show when he sat down with the hostesses and they asked him about you know the female MCs and this is what he said check it out I feel like they're all rapping about the same thing and I don't feel like that I don't think they're showing us who's the best rapper I think they're trying to show for me um, it's it's like strippers rapping and I don't I don't as far as rap goes I don't I'm not getting who is the best rapper. I'm getting like, okay, you got a story about you dancing in the club. You got a story about you dancing in the club. You got a story about you dancing in the club. Okay, all right. So he, <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, <laughs> but I'm thinking to myself, hmm, there's gonna be some conversation about this, you know? But there's a lot of truth in it. Yeah, he says, you know, they sounded like strippers rapping, and and, right. and I mean. And and, and and listen, he had one of the dopest MCs to his label, The Brat, right? He's you know, MCs, The Brat, The Brat, right, right. You
1: know, so he has all kind of validation to say what he say, you know. Yeah,
0: um, but now, what do you say to? And this could be this this question could be rhetorical, or you can answer it cool. Or everybody out there who's listening to the Three Hundred and Sixty University right here, um, what do you think about this? Uh, there's. MCs out there, rappers, male rappers, such as a guy like Jeezy or Future or any other uh, Rick Ross. You know, these guys are rapping about slang and dope. And I'm not I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not on one side or the other. I just want to bring up the topic that there's a there's someone who will bring up the conversation. And I think uh, Wendy Williams in her, um, you know, monologue about the situation concerning J.D., Um, she brought up the fact that there are rappers out here who are rapping about the same things all the time. Dope, um, bagging chicks, or, you know, how much money you got, the freshest car, or the nicest whips, or whatever you got. And and this rapper, that rapper is talking about that. All those same things, how are they any different from the female? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a double-edged sword, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's a double standard, but what's not a double standard in the entertainment industry? But let's just go back to the history of what women had to go through to get to a certain place in life, you know, in in, in this whole society, whether it's in America or around the world. Um, right, that's true. Everybody always thought a woman had to do something to get to where she had to go at. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So why put that image out there that this is what we rap about and this is all we know? That's not all you know. That can't be all you know. You understand what I'm saying? That goes for the males, too, who rap about nothing but popping mollies and whatever the heck they rap about these days. That's not all you know.
3: Right, right. But
1: here's the thing within this industry. Whatever's hot, the industry is going to throw gasoline on that fire and keep it going until it wears out. Until that's somebody right. comes along and put the fire out.
3: Right, right. You
1: know? So whatever is going on right now, something else is going to come along to
0: replace it. You know what? you That's the truth. That is the absolute truth because there's, you know, like they say, there's nothing new under the sun, right? So stuff is going to come back around. Um, right. You know, I see, I even seen a rapper, man. Shout out to G Perico out there in Cali, man. Rocking a Jerry curl in 2019, 2020, you know what I'm saying? So things, right. things, things are coming back, but, but just what you're saying, cool. Cardi B, shout out to Cardi B because she had a statement. She made a statement in in reference to what Jermaine Dupree was saying and I'm gonna play the clip in just a moment, but just to kind of lead into it, what she was saying is, wait a minute, don't try to talk about what I'm rapping about, but look at the artist that isn't talking about, you know, her vagina or 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 giving um, fellatio to a man or whatever the case is. What about right. those artists that are not talking about that? You, y'all don't support them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's saying the radio stations and the, these promoters or whoever it is is doing shows, they don't get the same type of love that these artists that are doing the more risky yeah, material. Okay.
1: she what she's saying is, what she's saying is, has no bearing on what is in those envelopes, what's in those paperbacks, what's in those bank accounts anymore. Listen, payola is still here. It's been here in the 50s, it's, it's still here now. Right, right. You pay to get played. Right. That's the bottom line. The bottom line. So, let's not talk about who's not getting paid. It's it's who's not paying to get paid.
0: Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. Let's let's go into that (laughs) clip right quick, man. Let's go into the clip. Here's what Cardi B said. This is what Cardi B said when she weighed in on what Jermaine Dupree was talking about. And then we'll come back and talk about a cool 360 University. Here's the clip. Cardi Bizzle.
2: I have seen a lot of people, right, that nowadays female rappers only talk about their pussy and shit. And now that Jermaine Dupri brought it up, now I'm going to say something about it, right? First of all, I rap about my pussy because she's my best friend. You know what I'm saying? And second of all, it's because it seemed like that's what people want to hear. I ain't even going to front because let me tell you something. When I did be careful, people was talking mad shit in the beginning. Like, what the fuck is this? This is not what I expected. I expected this. I expected that. So it's like, if that's what people ain't trying to hear, then all right, then I'm going to start rapping about my pussy again. And second of all, there's a lot of female rappers that be rapping their ass off and don't be talking about their pussy and don't be talking about, you know, getting down and dirty. And y'all don't be supporting them. Y'all don't be supporting them and they be mad dope. These bloggers don't support them. They don't give them the recognition. So don't blame that shit on us when y'all not the one that's supporting them.
0: So, so yeah. So, based on what she's saying and and, and what you said right before we played the clip, cool... I mean, it all, I think the conversation is necessary. You know what I'm saying? The payola, um, and, and Cardi is saying, you know, you, got, you know, society's not supporting the artist that is doing the clean material or the ones that's rapping their ass off, the, the artists, right. the females that's really busting and, you know, got all their clothes on and they doing the whole um, Rod Digger, the brat, you know what I'm saying, thing, they got lyrics, but they're not getting right. the support. So.
1: They're not getting the support because at one time they were getting the support. So what went wrong? Ooh. What went wrong in in, in the hip hop culture where we started, where we stopped putting a uh, positive light on everything that was coming out, could we, we started putting a negative light.
0: Right. Could, could we say and, that? And soci- that. Could we say society changed a little bit? To where
1: society didn't change. Okay. Society didn't change. Is 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 hip hop had to be given some kind of bad light. Hip hop was given a bad light from the very beginning. You know, let's not let's not even sugarcoat you know, they wanted Rapids Delight to be it. That's it. We'll let this in the door. Nothing else is coming in afterwards. They had no idea the explosion that was coming after Rapids Delight. You understand what I'm saying? Um, the positive image and the positive words that were coming out of Melly Mel's mouth on the message was the last thing they wanted out of this music. Wow. Public enemy, X Clan, KLS one. Poor righteous Everybody, teachers, yeah. Poor righteous teachers was giving you the information that you needed as a young black man, a young Hispanic man. You understand what I'm saying? Plus, there was fun in, in the music as well. You, know, right. you had us, you had Heavy D, you had Kid and Play.
3: Biz.
1: So you had fun, <laughs> and, and Biz Malkey. So you had fun, and you had the conscience stuff, and you had the party stuff. So what went wrong after that? I don't know. I'm not saying the music is trash. I'm just saying anything that's going to put a bad spin on the black community, they're going to push it out there. You understand what I'm saying? It goes back to the black exploitation movies. Some of those movies had a hidden message in them, but some of them was just a lot of buffoonery.
3: You
1: understand? Right. A lot of promoting prostitution, drug use, and pimps. You understand? Yeah, so yeah, right. it's no different from the music that's out now. Wow. Jewelry, um, money being flashed in the camera. Girls shaking in the cameras who are half naked. Girls rapping about their vaginas. Guys rapping about drugs and such. So how, listen, it's this
0: go ahead, go ahead. It's the same thing. So how? how so how much of the is uh, of this statement is true? They're just rapping about what they see and what's reality. The people like it. Like Cardi B said, you know, the people wanted to hear the sexual stuff. So that's what I'm going to rap about. It's selling, it's making the money. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: well, I mean, okay. But Madonna's saying about sexual stuff. But who after Madonna did that except Madonna? Think about that. Janet right. Jackson didn't do it. Whitney Houston didn't do it. You understand what I'm saying?
3: Right, the right.
1: The top females didn't do the same thing Madonna was doing. Madonna sold Whitney Houston sold just as much Mariah Carey sold just as much Janet Jackson sold just as much So why does every When it comes down to hip hop And once something is hot And once something is hot that's in a negative um, Situation It's got to be across the board This is all we're going to play Right. (laughs) So if you give the people the same old thing every day Of course you're going to like it It's like Common said in the song one time just because I don't like it don't mean I'm hating. Right. I just don't like it. Yeah. You understand what yeah.
0: I'm saying? I remember that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing about hip hop. Like, we put stigmas, and I'm going to say we, you know, being that, you know, we're part of the culture. Like, I, I, why do we put age limits? Why do we put, um, you know, street credibility li- limits or all these right. other things on hip hop? You know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, we always box each other out, you know, or try right. to. And I think it's because of, and this could be, I could be a little off with this, but what I'm thinking is, being that it's, it's competition, it's competitive, you know what I'm saying? Who's the best MC? Who's the best dancer? Who's the best DJ? Who's right. the best graffiti artist? I'm going to cross him out and put uh, spit on it, you know what I'm saying? Or or Raymo, you know, <laughs> shout out to Beach Street. Yeah, but
1: we settled that back in the day with what? With laughing against one another and going at it. Right, and, right. And it didn't get no farther than the rap. It didn't get no further than rap. And the rapping was not all about killing one another and taking your life and killing your whole family and I'm getting getting at your baby's mother. It was lyrical. You had to be a lyricist to go against one another and be lyrical. And nothing was done after the song was made. Right. Nowadays, you say one one thing about somebody.
0: They may want to pull up on you and find out your location.
1: They want to pull up. They don't know the culture of hip-hop they don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to say they don't want to know, but I don't think they want to do their research about hip hop. But I think that... you got to put words together that rhyme and
0: it sells. Yeah. And now you have yeah. an internet, you have a Wi-Fi connection. You put the words together, you get somebody to make the beat. You're instantly a star. So I right. think, I think it's our, like you and I and other um, people who have podcasts or other platforms, radio shows, or whatever the case is who have, you know, we're, we're exercising our responsibility to pass down, um, like my OGs would say, pass the game to the youngsters. You know what I'm saying? We gotta pass right. it down and and hopefully they'll take it, keep something from it and run with it. And then then right. pay it forward and, and pass it down to the next generation. So And I
1: do know these DJs that need these radio DJs, they need this is their job. So they're not gonna go against the grain. Right. They're not gonna say, Hey, I'm not gonna play this because it promotes um, negativity within the black community. They're not gonna say that. Right. they're going to keep playing it and keep playing it because they have to play it and, understand every, and, and every station and, has a format
0: right right yeah 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 you know the, the program has to you got to stick to the type program right and, and that's why we hear 10 maybe the you know same 10 songs all day playing them through two times an hour or whatever the case is right and they force feed it to you so by the time you go to the club you know it word for word and you go to the shows the concerts and then an old school concert or some classic music comes to the city for a show and barely get a turnout because people are so programmed to the program. You know what I mean? And it's it's uh, right. it's kind of and this
1: is the only genre of music that does that. Exactly. Rock music doesn't do that. They they take their artists and they and they you know they pretty much just treasure them. Rap music is the only music that takes their artists and throw throws them out like yesterday's trash and bring in some more. Bring in like 10 more. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's a dime a dozen it's been a dime a dozen since day one yeah uh if you act up you got another one of you right on got, the corner that'll take your place
0: yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah like e40 had a song um uh to whom it may concern all these rappers with all this money to burn they'll have a new nigga next year right exactly <laughs> they have another one next year you know exactly um, and most your
1: money is advanced money Let's not, let's not fool the people out there. It's just advanced money that you got to pay back.
0: Right. you know, they got to
1: do up. an album with, you know, if, you, if you're flossing $200,000, $200,000 in, in a video, some of that money has to go to a video, um, has to go to promotion. You probably have to pay for your promotion nowadays in the music industry. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, you know, a lot of these artists <laughs> signing 360 deals and not not aware of recoupables and what can be recouped and what can't. So they out here yeah. flossing, you know, and, and end up going broke and – having to find, a, you know, go bagging at this local grocery store, whatever the case is. I'm not mad at a nine to five. But if you But don't... at the
1: end of the day, you know what? The, the thing is if it keeps them out of trouble in some yeah, kind of way. Exactly. I'm all for it. Um I don't like the content of the lyrics. I don't like where the content of the lyrics is going. Um but, you know, every everything has its turn. Right. That's how I put now, it everything
0: Now, now what about this? Sex sales, right? People sex is something that is Um, shout out to two live crew you know or other artists from hip-hop history who have used a platform of um sexual content too short you know what i'm saying to get across to the public and if people buy it then let's continue doing it the female rappers of today that uh embrace that type of content they're still they're just doing what's what has already been done so i don't a part of me doesn't know why there's this controversial part to it. You know what I'm saying? Female female rap is what's popping right now. Shout out to Saweetie right. and Megan The Stallion and, um, you know, quite a few others, you know, that are making some noise. They may not get the equal amount of shine, you know, publicly. You can find them on your local streaming device or service. You know what I mean, man? Right. You know, but like you said, the alternative to all of this is doing something negative out in the streets, breaking in somebody's house or being a prostitute or selling dope or, you know, doing money fraud, wire fraud, whatever the negative thing is, they're not doing that. They're in the studio trying to make a better living for themselves. So at the end of the day, to me, it's like, who cares? Who's the best rapper? I think that sentiment in hip hop died a long time ago when there's MCs who are really trying to battle and, you know what I'm saying. As far right. as as far as you know, mainstream sign rappers, you have the underground rap battles, who are that is their main focus is to battle you. But you know, LL professed to be you know the goat, the greatest of all time. And now you got Ti who says he's the king. And DMC was the first king. I mean, uh, the second king I would say. Then you know Curtis Blow being the first king of right. rap. So it's like. It's always been something like that.
1: Yeah. Everybody's had had some kind of moniker exactly. in front of their name, so it, yeah. it, it's nothing new. I mean, you go back to the days of Rapper's Delight when he said, um, you know, I got a color TV, I could play basketball, you know, all this kind of stuff he was bragging about.
3: Um, Rapping yeah, has always yeah. been
1: about bragging. Yeah. Right. Ladies, it's always yeah. been about bragging and, yeah. and, and saying of something course. that that puts you in, in, in a light like you're Superman, you know? So it, it's nothing new. It's just throughout the years it has just gotten to the point where it, it's just gotten beyond that. It's yeah. gotten to, yeah. I'm, I'm the king of all drug dealers. Like, well, what <laughs> the hell that you know? <laughs> can't.
0: Right. And, and, and being that you said that, now we got the king of all drug dealers. So that means that everybody who's rapping about slang and dope, nobody's getting caught, right? Nobody, everybody's right. having a great time selling dope and, you right. know, you're on your fifth album or fourth album, and you're still talking about selling dope, which means you're having a pretty lucrative career. And nobody's getting, you know, and right, and so and then you know somebody gets caught and they start ratting on everybody, so now he's a, a rat or whatever. So it's right. like so, with all that being said, the the fem- the rappers that are um you know the female rappers that are that are doing their thing, I I want to give a special shout out to them. You know, um some of them are getting a bad rap because it does sound like they all have the same content, but if you look at the guys that are Rapping, everybody's you know pretty much like we we said on, the, on one of the other um, uh, lessons that we talked about. You know, hip hop is sounding like reggae in a sense. It's yeah. like reggae because the- it's
1: the monkey see, monkey do uh, yeah, kind yeah, of kind yeah. of music right now. Everybody's just following, and they don't know who they're following because we don't know who the heck made this stuff up. So they don't know who they're following. Everybody just following somebody in a circle. It's like that 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 scene in Forrest Gump. <laughs> and it was running behind him. And he was like, they don't know where the hell he was running to.
0: Right. You understand what I'm saying? So right. Like, you remember back in the days, Incredible Hulk, like, after he got through tearing up the whole house or throwing somebody through a window or something, he start running when the police come. Like, where is he going? Right. Where are you going, dude? Where's he going? Exactly. <laughs> He's just running, running until he turns back into uh, Bruce Banner, right? So but yeah but this is this is the 360 university podcast once again you can find us on social media facebook instagram twitter a whole bunch of platforms that um play wherever you listen to podcasts we are there we are there now cool we are all over the place um that's dope so anybody that is signing up to any of these podcasts if we're not there yet we will be there soon um spotify is coming really soon but if you go to your local um uh, uh, app Store, whether it's whether it's the um, Apple Play Store, or the not Apple Play, but the Apple Store, or the Google Play Store, and you find a podcast app. When you download it, search 360 University. If it comes up, subscribe. You'll get every episode straight to your device, and you know, share the word. Share the word. Um, hit that subscription bell so when we, you know you get the notifications. We are um, all over the social media once again. 360 University one. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Hit us up on email. Leave a message. We are soon to have YouTube. It's coming within the next couple of weeks. Um, YouTube will be another place where you can find the archived um, episodes. Um, but shoot us an email in the meantime. 360upod at gmail.com. That's 360upod at gmail.com. And as we wrap up this episode, Cool, I want to talk about one of the most popular female rappers right now that just got signed to Rock Nation with Jay-Z. And that's Megan Thee Stallion. You know, straight out of Houston, Texas, man. Um, she's crazy. making a, she's making a lot of noise. You know, she's doing a lot of big things. Um, she had a couple underground, um, you know, projects that did really well, and right. she in her most recent project called Fever. I actually like it, man. And, you know, she's talking that talking that ratchet stuff, talking that female right. MC 2019 2020 stuff, and she got it, caught the eyes. In well, the-
3: yeah, it,
1: it's crazy. Um... I, I listen. I, I, I gotta be honest, I don't really listen to a lot of the new stuff. Right. I saw her, um, I saw her, if that was her, on the BT Hip Hop.
0: Yeah, yeah, she was and, definitely um, there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, doing so I guess that was her um, performing. Um, but yeah, I mean, shout out to all the females who were doing their thing. Um, let's just get some diversity, let's get a balance back in, in the female um rap category you know let's um everything doesn't have to be a half naked woman rapping you can have you can put your clothes on you understand what i'm saying right and that's even goes for the guys everything doesn't have to be about tony montana and rapping about good <laughs> exactly. you know you, you can rap about the, the state of the world sometimes
0: right um, right right and you know give us something that we can take away from um your music you know what i'm saying and Right, and, you know, when you said that, I thought about Nas for some reason. I just thought about Nas and a quick article that I read on him today that he is downplaying or 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 he's not really wanting people to really celebrate, you know, the Illmatic album anymore because. He feels like, yo, I got all these other albums, all these other, all these other projects, and all you guys keep celebrating me for is Illmatic. I don't want to do nothing right. else with Illmatic. So imagine having a, a career where you have 11, 12 albums, but all they talk about is one, <laughs> one album.
1: Well, see, that's 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 with a lot of rappers, though. I think a lot of rappers go through that. I think a lot of artists, period, go through that. Let's let's not forget that Michael Jackson, um, he chased Thriller for the longest, a successive Thriller because that was his most popular, most outstanding album he ever he's ever made. Right. Most outstanding, popular album in the history of music, period. Right. right. Um, so he spent uh, his career chasing that one album. Um, our first album is still uh, a classic. We could never top that first album. So it, 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 that's just going with the territory. Right. Nas' album Illmatic was probably the top three greatest hip-hop albums in the history of hip-hop.
0: I can agree wow. with that. I can definitely so, agree with that. Um,
1: he's always going to get that,
0: you know, so um,
1: Yeah. And I understand what he's trying to say, he's trying to move past it, but
0: Yeah, I mean
1: people are, people are still playing it to this day. Yeah. People are still playing like it's new. You know what I'm saying? Right,
0: right, right. And and like you said if, as far as diversity, man, um I was thinking about um this song that I, I I keep hearing on the radio and I and when I heard this um album, um The Big Day. Chance the Rapper and I heard the song Hot Shower I was like okay this is refreshing I'm, I'm not sure if you heard it cool um, but um, Hot Shower which is like a whole different vibe of music um, right. that it sounds so different from everything else that's being played and I said to myself this is going to be a hit this is before right. he started getting any radio play I think he had a single um, for the album I'm not sure exactly which one it was Um The lead single for it but this one hadn't been released yet and i said this is gonna be a hit because it sounds so different the beat is dope and his delivery and um the um the um the artist that he has on the song with him is has a has a dope delivery and i thought that was pretty cool so shout out to all the artists who are intentionally um trying to bring some diversity into the game so that we don't get drowned out by the same old stuff. So you know what I'm saying? Right. Dig dig deep into your artistry and your I
1: I I love what Lupe Fiasco was doing when he was doing his thing. It was just um just refreshing to hear that yeah. that whole concept what he was doing, you know, um yeah, chance the rapper. Yeah. Um this is America, I think,
0: it was last yeah, year. Exactly. Oh, man, that was yeah. just a powerful show, yeah. powerful video. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And shout out to Chance and, and um, T.I. and Cardi B, who have the show, um, you know, Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. I've been getting a chance to watch that, uh, where they go right. from um, New York to Chicago to L.A. And, you know, in um, uh, Atlanta. Don't uh, almost left out Atlanta. But as far as um, the, the three cities, is, is Chicago, Atlanta, and um, New York, finding the next new artist, you know what I'm saying, and they're doing their right. their thing and letting these artists get out to Hollywood and you know do different challenges. It's really it's really dope to see that, you know what I'm saying. So shout out to them on that. But we're gonna end this we're going in this particular episode, episode three, talking about the ladies of hip hop, you know what I'm saying, the Queens, the ladies that we want to put first. and we're gonna end this one with Megan the stallion. Um with a song she got called Let's Get Ratchet. It's called Ratchet, man, off of her fever album. You know, I like the song. It has a dope beat. Her delivery's cool. It's just a really good song. Um it's in the lane of what's popular with the female rappers right now. But it's pretty cool. Right. And I wanna, you know, we 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 played MC Light at the top of the show. We played, um, you know, Queen Latifah, Ladies First. Shout out to Cha-Cha-Cha. I, once again, I just keep going back to that song. It's just one of my f- favorite songs ever. And then Ladies First by MC, uh, excuse me, um, Queen Latifah and Moni Love. And then um, we're going to end it with Megan Thee Stallion. We're going to bring it right up to, you know, tw- 2019, 2020. And let's bring it to one of the hottest female rappers in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and, sir. You know, getting signed to Rock Nation. Salute to Megan Thee Stallion. Fresh out you only of-
1: get one every two years, people. So you had... <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, and you got to make
0: We had Remy, too. We had Remy Ma. Let's not forget. Yeah, Remy. Remy, she, yeah. you know, she had a hot single with Fat Joe all the way up. You know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah, so. But here it is. We, we right here, man. Lesson three is in the bag once again, brother. And this is a call to action to all of our listeners out there to go ahead and subscribe, share the word, um, send us some comments, and just, you know, support the show. We got a lot of good things coming real soon. Um, And once again, email us at 360upod at gmail.com. 360 University, that's 360-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y T Y—and the digit one. 360 University one on all social media platforms. Look for us on all your social media and podcast apps, wherever podcasts can be heard. Check us out. I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360 with my co-host,
1: Legendary fat boy MC cool to the rock to the skate.
0: Yes, yes, y'all. And we never will stop. And we signing out, 360 University, lesson three in the bag. We going out with Megan the Stallion, fresh out of Houston, Texas. This is Ratchet. Let's go. See y'all next week. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace. Prolific beats. Drinking Henny out the bottle. Let's get Ratchet. Shake that ass for a shot. Get it clapping. Pop that
4: pussy for my niggas. Don't be acting. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, ayy. Let's get ratchet, 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 ayy. Let's get ratchet, 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 Big big booty, big ol' booty, get it clapping. Finish these niggas out them dollars, that's a talent I want some money, want some money, but it's happening. Don't want no nigga who be acting, who be capping. I'm on some real ratchet shit. Pull up to your crib. Scope out everything, tell my niggas where it is. Put a straw in the fifth. Hot girl shit. If the bitch ain't bought it, then she can't be in a clip. Drinking Henny out the bottle, let's get ratchet. Shake that ass for a shot, get it clapping. Pop that pussy for my niggas, don't be acting. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, hey Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet. Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet, hey Let's get ratchet, let's get ratchet.